0: Tonight I'm going to talk to you about the investing for freedom formula. If you've listened to me for any amount of time, um, then then you'll know this is something that's uh, near and dear to my heart. I talk about it a lot. It's actually something that uh, was crafted over you know probably the last 20 years of my life. But um, the initial thought process started in a story that I'll tell you later. But here here's what it is: It's what do you really want? Why do you want it? What are you going to do to get it? Measure results and adjust. Well, it might seem simple, but the reality is, if you just apply this process and and you really start applying it through your life, you're going to really start seeing how powerful this is. There's the uh, Lewis Carroll quote, if you don't know where you want to go, then it doesn't matter which path you take. That's why it's so important to determine what you really want. And then the reason why I say the, the second part of this is why do you want it? Because a lot of times if we don't get real clarity on why we want what we think we want, then we may not actually be going after what we really want. And so that second question really begins to identify and clarify why you want what you want and that'll just give you some clarity. I'll I'll get into the depth of this here in a few minutes. Um and then what are you going to do to get it? So once you determine what you really want, why you want it, now we've got to begin creating action plans um to take us down that road. And sometimes this is a short-term process, it could be something that, you know, we're going to work on for the next month or whatever, and sometimes it's a a, a longer range goal. What are you going to do to get it? So what's the actual method um it, it, you know, we'll take this into some different scenarios, but it could be exercise, it could be Um, It could be investing in real estate. It could be starting a new business, depending on what it is you really want. So then measure results. So many times we go through life without a scorecard. We don't actually know where we're at because we don't have a scorecard. We're not actually measuring results. Can you imagine if you did not ever balance your checkbook, which a lot of people don't, but then you also never checked your bank account? How are you actually going to measure results as to what you're spending and 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 what you can actually spend, how would you ever know if you could actually go to the store and buy a carton of eggs? You wouldn't if you didn't have some kind of measurement. Same thing with uh, sales I mean any 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 salesperson will tell I mean if there's not if we're not measuring the close ratio, the amount of leads coming in, the time to close, all of that, we don't know where we're really at. And then here's the important part: adjust So many times we get so focused on our goals and the outcomes that we we look at. Adjusting as failure so many times, and I'm not giving you an excuse to change your goals or to detour from them or not to stick through with your goals. but sometimes outside forces cause you to change and you need to adjust. Here's we're in a good example right now. it's um April I don't know, I think it's April seventh. Covid nineteen has just like wrecked our entire financial system. It came out of nowhere. so a lot of us knew that some kind of financial correction was coming. The writings on the wall. It has been for many years. Uh, real estate prices are at the very top. The stock market's like just crazy high. We've been printing money since 08. This couldn't have gone on forever. But the way that it came about and just shut the economy down overnight, um, we all set goals at the beginning of 2020 that we're going to have to adjust. And sometimes outside forces cause you to have to adjust and you have to be okay with that. But then sometimes your desires change too. So this is literally a circle by the way, I have this mapped out. in, a, in I'll, I'll share some tools with you throughout the podcast and then tell you where you can get them. But I have this built in a, in a circle that really makes a lot of sense. And honestly, like if you're not constantly adjusting and then coming back to why, why you want what you want, um, you're, it's just a linear conversation. But it's got to be circular because sometimes what you really want changes. Sometimes what you're going to do to get it changes. And so then you've got to be able to adjust. So let me take you back to where I first started thinking about this. I think I was 26 years old. I had um, started a plumbing and heating company with, along with Kara and a partner. And we, we had hired a consulting company. It was called Business Development Resource. And they had an annual event called Profit Launch. And at Profit Launch, it was basically a three-day business planning event where you would go in, you would spend three days in a room, and by the time you were done, you would have your annual business plan for the next year. So this happened in October or November. And in order to get ready for this three-day planning, they sent us out a workbook. Well, the whole first day was centered around this question. What do you really want out of life? What they said to get us prepared for this was, if money and time was not an issue, what would your life look like? What would you really want? And they also made the comment that has stuck with me since then. If you have a business or a job that isn't helping you achieve your personal goals, then you really just own a job. It, even if you had a business, you really just own a job. And that job's not going to get you to where you really want to go. But in order to really understand where you want to go, you have to ask that question, what do you really want? And so we started asking that. And a couple of things came out of that that kind of got me thinking around this investing for freedom formula. Karen and I sat down, I think for the first time, we'd always been goal setters. Like we would just take at the beginning of the year, we'd just write this list and we'd say, Hey, we want a new couch this year. We want a new TV. We want to make another dollar per hour. Um, so that was kind of like our goal setting process. But when we went through this, we really started digging into, okay, what do we want? And here's the things that hit that list. So I said, I wanted a Bonanza G 58. That's an airplane. Um, we said we wanted a mountain house, a lake house, and a condo in the city. And then we also said that we wanted to get two income-producing properties a year for 10 years. The reason why we wanted two income-producing properties a year for 10 years was we were just thinking about retirement. So it was pretty early in our business career. Again, I think I was 26 years old. And the way that I was thinking about it then, um, we didn't have a 401k set up, any of that kind of stuff. And I've never really been a big fan of 401ks anyway. And so I was sitting here thinking that if we got two income-producing properties a year for 10 years, by the end of year 10, we would have 20 rental properties that we owned. And my thinking was we would probably have mortgages on those. And so when you travel out, by then I'd be 35, 36, 37 years old. And so when you travel out 30 years, because that's how long it takes to pay off a mortgage, I'd be 67 years old when the last rental was paid off. And if I had 20 paid off rentals and they all brought me $1,000 a month, that would be $20,000 a month on top of you know, whether I still owned that business or I had sold it at that point in time. My mind was literally in the point then That I was thinking that I was probably going to own that business for the rest of my life and I needed some kind of retirement. So that was like our retirement plan. So we came back and we kind of put this into action. So what do you really want? We wanted two income producing properties a year for retirement, cash flow. I wanted an airplane because I wanted to be able to get around and go wherever I wanted, whenever I wanted. So this is the why do you want it conversation, right? Retirement, be able to go wherever I want, whenever I want with the airplane. The mountain house, the condo in the city, and the beach house. The reason why we really wanted those was because we wanted to have that experience to be able to go you know, to the lake in the mountain house and, and be able to go to spend the time at the beach. Um, but really kind of walking through that process, this is why it's so important when you really start asking, why do you want it? Those things don't hit our list anymore. I still want a house in the mountain now, for but it's for a different reason. But what we realized then was that we wanted the experience of being able to recreate that situation when we went on vacation for a week at the beach. That's what we were really looking for. We loved that vacation time. We loved that downtime. We loved being on the beach. Did I really actually want to spend a million dollars on a house at the beach? No, I just wanted that experience. Well, you have to that's why you have to really begin to ask the question, why do you want it? Did I really want to say that I had a house at a beach or did I really just want that time in a vacation home. So those things ended up for the most part coming off of our list. Um, But then now let's talk about the rentals. That never fell off of our list. Why do we really want, or edit that. What do we really want? I wanted 20 income producing properties a year for 10 years. Why did I want it? Because I wanted cash flow. I wanted to be able to retire. So what was I going to do to get it? This is where it gets critical. Once you get really clear on what you really want and why you want it, now we have to begin taking action steps into to making that happen. So two things. Number one, um, I didn't know this then, but there's a thing in our brain called the reticular activator. And one of my mentors says, the eyes only see and the ears only hear what the brain is looking for. Once I decided what I really wanted, two income producing properties a year for 10 years and why I wanted it, now I, ha- I have to decide how I'm going to get it. And so I started changing my mindset. And we were coming back from Sacramento and we stopped at Barnes and Noble. I was living in Elko, Nevada at this point in time. We stopped at Barnes and Noble, and there was a, a CD series there on the um, discount table. And, and I don't, I don't know why it jumped out at me, but it was one of those experiences where, you know, again, the eyes only see and the ears only hear what the brain is looking for. My brain was looking for um, advice and wisdom on investing in real estate. So this thing jumps off the table at me, and I grab this CD series. It's by a guy named Dolph DeRouche. You can still buy it on the internet. There's very few copies left. I think it's like 150 bucks. And so it was like 13 hours of teaching. And so we jump in the car from Reno to Nevada to Elko. It's five hours. I literally got to Elko and I wanted to just keep going. I wanted to drop my family off and just keep going because this was kind of like the how-to manual of what I was going to do to get it. I won't go into the details on that CD series. Um, If you want that CD series, send me an email at team at investingforfreedom.co and I'll get you a link to that CD series. But this kind of opened my eyes to what I was going to do to get it. And then within the first year, I had two rental properties that literally fell into my lap. I won't go into the details on how we structured that and everything else. But if it hadn't been for me setting what I was going to do to get it and listening to those CD series, I would have never been able to figure out how to creatively structure deals that got me those two first rental properties. Well, then fast forward the next year, a 72 space mobile home park fell in my lap. Um. And again, I'll go into the details on that in a different point in time. Really interesting story. Um, We ended up buying this mobile home park through a series of events, like almost a deal I couldn't pass up. I literally couldn't pass it up. Um, So by the end of the second year, we literally have 72 spaces in a mobile home park plus two income producing properties a year. So if you count spaces, if you count actual residents and tenants, by the end of the second year, I had 74 rental properties. 74 checks being written to me, potentially checks being written to me a year. And my goal was 20, 20 income producing properties over 10 years. By the end of year two, we had like 10X that, right? I mean, that's not I mean, it's probably 1,000X. So why am I saying all this? If you don't ask the question or start going through the freedom formula, what do you really want? And then you don't determine why you really want it. And then you don't start working through the process of what you're going to do to get it you'll never move toward that. And the important part of the measuring results, if I hadn't measured the results along the way, if we didn't create ourselves some kind of scorecard, um, I wouldn't even be thinking about this at this point in time because so many times we have wins and victories as well as losses, but we have wins and victories that we don't even stop and celebrate. We don't even know that we're winning. And so it's very, very important to measure the results because how do you know where you're actually at and whether you're winning and whether you're getting closer to your goal if you're not measuring it? Now, I have some tools um, that Karen and I have created um, that can help you measure results in your financial world, um, in areas of health and wellness and financial. We've we've created this um, the Investing for Freedom wheel, and it's basically got these eight areas, eight gardens that we kind of talk about. So I've got some tools that can help you measure. um, Again, if you want to just send me an email at team at investingforfreedom.co and just put in the subject line tools, and I'll I'll send you a link to some of our tools. But here's the important part, adjust. And I already said this probably at the beginning. Sometimes our goals are going to change. Sometimes our desires are going to change. Sometimes outside forces change our goals and desires for us. Um, I heard one of my mentors say one time that we tend to overestimate what we can do in one year, but we tend to underestimate what we can do in five to 10. And so this is why it's really important for us to be able to adjust because um, you have to give yourself freedom To change the outcomes that you're looking for. So, this is really a circular process, and I'm just gonna close it up with this. What do you really want? Why do you want it? What are you going to do to get it? Measure results and adjust. If you start thinking through that process, you're gonna find so many times in life going forward where when you actually write this down and you begin to apply it, just take one little thing like, what do you really want in the next 90 days? And take it through this process. And you're gonna find if you just start writing that down, you're going to achieve so much more than you ever could have without just sitting down and thinking about it. And another thing that's going to happen too, is even when you actually do achieve things, even if it's not as uh, a ton more than what you would have before, you're going to acknowledge it. You're going to see it. You're going to celebrate it. And it's going to encourage you to accomplish even more. So go out there, invest for some freedom, make yourself some passive income. And I hope you all stay safe and healthy through this COVID-19. We'll see you on the other side.